0: Yo, what's up, everybody? Today is Friday, November the 5th, 2021. This is your latest episode from the Anything Goes Podcast. My apologies for coming to y'all on a Friday evening and not on our typical Thursday. But if you follow me on Instagram or on YouTube, not YouTube, you should definitely follow me on YouTube as well. But if you follow me on Instagram and you're my friend or you follow me on Facebook um, last night, recording. I did about two or three takes and um, I couldn't get through them. I had got sick, man. I think I had got a little food poisoning and a little cold at the same time. So I had to delete what I had because I was looking crazy and sounding crazy. So we're here today. I told y'all I'd be coming to you every week and I wasn't going to go back on my word The podcast, Anything Goes podcast is my baby. So I'm going to always come back to it. I love doing the interviews. I love talking to the artists. I love talking to um, the influences of the city. I love talking to the legends, but I love talking to my people, the ones I started with day one that's been with the podcast, man. You know, I neglected y'all for months, and uh, we're not going to do that again. You know what I'm saying? If I take a hiatus... It'll be uh, me coming to y'all, and telling y'all way in advance. You know what I'm saying. So, again, my apologies. I'm glad you're here. We're gonna continue building. Um, this week has been crazy. I'm talking about if you are a content creator, if you do podcasting, if you do short videos on YouTube or Instagram or Facebook or TikTok. This week has been a week where you have had countless material. I'm talking about material every day, you know what I'm saying? Because of how um, the media has been playing out this week. It's been hella headlines. Oh, for one, um, ecstatic about it, you know what I'm saying? I think everybody has been putting out uh, a great content with from what I can see, you know what I'm saying, on my timeline and, and scrolling through uh, Instagram. Man, this is one of those weeks where you're just like, I'm abundantly blessed, you know, just because everybody has been tripping, wigging out from uh, Kanye West being on Drink Champs. I mean, I think they already had 2 million views in less than 24 hours. That's a a big deal to um, the unfortunate car accident in the NFL, man, you know, with uh, the dude from the Raiders. I'm not a Raiders fan. Let me uh, definitely get this guy's name right. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. I typed down Raiders. Nothing came up. You know what I'm saying? Uh let's do it like this. Las Vegas Raiders And let's do it like this wide receiver. We are anything goes, you know what I'm saying? So things like this happen. Henry Ruggs the third. Sorry about that. Henry Ruggs the third from the uh unfortunate Accident involving himself being drunk behind the wheel of a car, uh, going 156 miles an hour, hitting someone else. They, a uh, car caught on fire. They passed away. A dog passed away. And uh, another human being, Mr. Ruggs, lost his life and livelihood. Uh, young man having a great season. I believe this is his rookie year. And, you know, everything is... Taken away from them just like that for making the bad decisions. So from today on back to Monday, it's just been hella things to talk about. And we're going to get started, man. We're going to start with Kanye. I love Kanye West. I did not listen to the Donda album. Don't give me the line. Sometimes I think Ye is tripping. You know, he has changed his name. Uh, I think Ye be tripping sometimes. But uh, I started listening to the interview, of course. and you know. I didn't get through it all, but from what I heard, I'm interested. You know what I'm saying? I've I've gone through maybe like 20 minutes, and uh, I definitely look definitely love that he looks at the word can like like I look at try. I hate try. You know, if you've been with me since day one, you know I hate that word. Like we we're not gonna try to do anything. We're gonna do it. And either we're going to make it and it's going to work or we're going to fail and it's not going to work. But we're not going to, we're not going to say, try, we just do. And he looks at can like that and, and should, they're like hard stops in the sentence. Like you should do this or you can do this. I mean, it's like, nah, you know, I'll tell myself, like, I will do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, or well, let's do this. You feel me? If, if I'm in a group setting, so I love his freedom. I love the fact that he doesn't let people put him in a bubble. Uh, he, li- he lives his life the way he wants to live it. And I think that's the ultimate goal. I was telling uh, a few people on yesterday, like, the most valuable thing that we have as humans is, like, not money. You know, fuck the money. It's the time. It's the time. The most important thing to us, to most people, to a lot of people, to some people, is time. You want time and family. You and you wanna devote a lot of your time to your loved ones. I say in the world. I know that's me, so I'm very intrigued by his um from what I'm saying now, I'll probably, you know, sit outside for a little bit tonight, you know, bundled up and, and definitely uh catch the vibes and the waves from Mister Kanye. You know, or let me stop. He's not Kanye West anymore. Yay. He changed his name to just yay. So I definitely fuck with it, go on YouTube, type in Drink Champs, it'll pop up. If you probably type in Kanye West, it'll pop up, or yay, it'll pop up. Everybody's been talking about it, man. The dude has a brilliant mind. Um, I seen some clips floating around where he going at Big Sean a little bit, man, and you know Big Sean already done clapped back at him like, bro, I was just with you after your interview with Nori, and you ain't say none of this, you ain't keep that same energy, so it's gonna be cool to see how they go back and forth, man. Uh, keep it, keep it PC, keep it, keep it real, keep it thorough, and hopefully they can chop it up and get back to making good music. You know, no pun intended, because they made great tracks together. Yay yeah, is one of the best music producers that we've ever seen, and I mean that goes across every genre of music because Kanye does every genre of music. So. I'm definitely intrigued. I'll be listening. I might give y'all a podcast extra. I haven't done that since last year. I might give y'all one this weekend. So be on the lookout. You know, you never know. Um, Staying with today, rest in peace to Colin Powell. You know, they did his services today. Um, Beautiful family, beautiful service. One of the most uh, influential and powerful black men that we have. You know come across he was the first african African American secretary of state um he's uh what a general, if I'm not mistaken um and you know when it came he's a republican, but when it came down to Barack Obama, he definitely chose being black before being a republican. And that said a lot to me about him and his makeup. Rest in peace to the to the late, great Colin Powell. Wonderful services today. It did my mom justice. She wanted to see it. She was like, this is beautiful. So rest in peace to the late, great Colin Powell. I just had to put that in there. Like I told y'all, it's been one of those weeks where you, It's something for everybody it Has been in the in the news headline So, you know I just had to stick that in there, man If he would have ran for president I would have voted for him And I'm going to leave it at that Whatever you feel about that, man Is how you feel I'm just telling y'all how I feel So, um, let's backtrack some We're going to go from Colin Powell and Yay. To uh, a serious situation concerning somebody that I've been watching for a couple of years. If y'all know, I am an avid wrestling fan. I grew up in the South. I'm in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. This is NWA country, and it's not niggas, niggas with attitude, it's not hip hop. It's uh, the National Wrestling Alliance, uh, WCW, you know, The Great Sting, Rick Hus Horseman, you know, this is Horseman country. Uh, so, I've, I've been tapped in and locked in with this since I can remember. My first memory is of wrestling. Being in South Carolina, seeing my great-grandma Bird sitting in her chair. Uh, in like, it was like a little room, like an opening. Basically, you walk from one end of the house to the other. She would sit in that room, and she would watch wrestling. So, and I was scared of my great-grandma. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you feel me? But, you know, she the one who really got me turned on and then tur- turned into a wrestling fan as like a two or three year old, so um, this past week, a few days ago, before AEW Dynamite, which I watch every Wednesday, and I watch on Rampage on Fridays, uh, Tony Khan, the owner of All Elite Wrestling, he put out a statement regarding John Moxley, saying that he would be check he checked himself into an inpatient rehab facility for uh alcoholism basically. Uh he needs help kicking that shit. Uh addiction is real. I feel good for John for, for checking himself in too because it's hard to admit that you're addicted to anything. I don't care whether it be porn, uh cutting yourself, uh, you know, whatever it is, like overeating or not eating enough or, or you know, alcohol. You know, it's it's hard for people to, to admit that they have an addiction. So for somebody that is in the public eye that we see every week, uh, for them to admit it, to admit that they have a problem, because he could have played it any way he wanted to and just been away, said, hey, you know, we don't want, I don't want everyone to know what's going on, and fade to black and handle that uh, on his own time. But he shared it with the world, and I believe it's going to help other people who may be battling addiction, who may be ashamed to ask for help. Hopefully, it'll it'll help them. And this is a man that was about to go on to the final round of the championship eliminator tournament to see who would be going against the num I mean, going against the the champion after the pay per view next weekend. So it'll put him like. At the top of the card again, you know what I'm saying? And for him to be willing to step away from that, where, you know, fans, moves and emotions change every day. For him to take time away to to get himself together and, and prioritize himself, his wife and his daughter, to me that's dope. You know, I commend him for that. And I tip my hat to him, man. You know, shout out to John Moxley. I wrote on his Instagram uh, page like, "Hey man, you know, we we rocking with you, bro. You know, we get it. You know, I have uh, people around me before who's fought addiction, so you know, I'm definitely um, I empathize with them. You feel me? So from Moxley, we're gonna stay with with wrestling, and we're gonna transition over to the big bad um, wrestling machine. The conglomerate, the 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 monopoly for for years for about what, WCW closed its doors in '01. AEW came to fruition in 2019, if I'm not mistaken. So mm, you looking at 18 years. You know what I'm saying? 18 years of the WWE really being a mainstay. Um, wrestling company. You know, it was the WWF back in the day. I was a fan of them, not as a not. I was a big fan of WWF, but I was a, more so a fan of WCW. But last night, man, while I'm laying down and about to die because I was feeling like hell, uh, I got a notification that Solo Monster, who has Solo Monster Sounds Off, uh, it's a podcast he does every Sunday. Um, he's always on YouTube uploading if it's breaking news or after certain shows. He always hits us with what's going on in the wrestling world. That's why I go to him and what culture to get everything WWE AEW. Get all my info from them. Cause they read the dirt sheets. I don't I don't do all that. Yesterday, the WWE did their financial Little uh, reports, you know, they're making money hand over foot, more money than they they have been making, you know, even going back ten years. They they're breaking records in the pandemic. They're having their best quarters quarterly. Seems like so they're up making money. You know what I'm saying? They they doing good and they fired. Or released 18 talents in the middle of a pandemic for like the third time in a year, year and a half, basically. Man, I feel bad for everybody that was released. No matter what you were released for, whether it was budget cuts because they don't have anything for you to do, they don't see your value or if you haven't got a vaccine. It still sucks that you're without a job. This is the biggest wrestling company in the world. Nobody is fucking with them. You know what I'm saying? I want AEW to to be able to rival them, which they are, but they're not as big. They're not global. Here, they're making noise, but globally, I don't think they are. They're not touching the WWE. A few years ago, the WWE was handing out money like it was going out of style. They were snatching up all of the independent wrestlers Outside of the independent wrestlers, the wrestlers that they had already under contract, they kept throwing big, huge amounts of money at them to keep them away from going back to the Indies or going to New Japan or going to AEW, MLW, CZW. The WWE wanted to hoard all of this talent because they have SmackDown, they have Raw, they have 205 Live. I think they have um, WWE superstars still. And they have NXT. So they have all of these shows that they so they could afford to have this talent. They signed um a new deal with um USA network. They signed a deal with Fox, and then they have the Saudi Arabia deal. Then they sold the WWE network to Peacock. So they have money. And they had talent. And slowly but surely they have been releasing talent since a year ago, over a year ago, at a mind boggling pace. So, man, you know, you won't see Naya Jax on your television anymore. You won't see uh, Keith Lee on your TV anymore. Karen Cross, Mia Yan. Um, the new female that was bought up with that group, um, it's not the hurt business, Hit Row. I forgot her name is be something. She's been fired and let go, um, and all that the WWE was saying is, you know, we wish you well in your future endeavors. That's bullshit. I hate it for the people who lost their jobs. Hopefully, they will bounce back and go to a better situation where people can utilize their talents and they can show y'all, show us really who they are and what they can do. You know. I hate that it's unfortunate for them. I feel bad for Triple H because it's like this dude built up NXT as his own brand. He had some heavy hitters there from Adam Cole, Alistair Black, Keith Lee, uh Carrion Cross, formerly known as Killer Cross. You know, you've had these um dope stables come out of there. And just I mean, great talent all across the board. And, I mean, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, um, Fan Balor. You know, you had uh, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose the Shield down there. Like, a lot of people came to NXT. Miro and AEW, he was Alexander Rusev and NXT. Changed his name to Rusev. And none of those people are there. You have two Shield members left. Roman Reigns is probably Teflon. Seth may be Teflon tough as well. But I'm saying that to say this, the cover is getting better. WWE is going through a transition. They're going into a transformation. I think they're going to end up. Se- Ooh, excuse me. I think they're going to end up selling that brand. I think that's what they're doing because they are releasing a lot of people. And it really makes no sense. Like, you could be building stars. Keith Lee is a monster. Karen Cross had a character and gimmick that anyone would love. Look at what Alistair Black is doing in AEW. Future world champion, Rusev, future world champion. Shocked that Nia Jax. She's a Samoan. That Samoan bloodline is dope. If you don't remember the steroid trial in, like, 93 or 94, uh, I think it was, like, Alpha Seeker was sitting in the proceedings, and he was intimidating the the jurors, talking, to, like, mouthing to them, like, not guilty. So I believe, you know, this is why, and this is coming from Solomonster, like, that this is why um the Samoans have a... Good standing in the WWE. So, shocked to, to see Nia Jax gone, man. You know, uh, Roman Reigns' cousin, The Rock's cousin. She was inexperienced, but I don't believe she should have lost her job. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it makes me feel bad. I, I empathize with them. But, yeah. So, when you look on your WWE TV, you won't see any any Lee, any... Karrion cross, no Nia Jax, no no, Alistair Black, you know what I'm saying, no Adam Cole, I don't know what the hell is going on, they still have their hard hitters though, don't get me wrong, Brock is still there, you know, of course Big E, he's one of the world champions, uh, Roman Reigns is as well, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, you know, they're still there, so It's not too bad, but it's not looking good. But only time would tell what's going on. Moving on from that. Enough of wrestling. Because I know a lot of y'all are not wrestling fans. Y'all probably like, bro, what are you talking about? So, shout out to the Atlanta Braves. And I really, really want to shout out Ron Washington. Ron Washington, he was the manager of the Texas Rangers. For he had a, I forgot how long he had a nice little stint with them. They went to two World Series. He came up short. Then cash in. He's the third base coach for the Atlanta Braves. Sixty nine years old. Been in uh, associated with baseball for like fifty years, and he finally got him a World Series. The Atlanta Braves of the nineties. If you know the story, you know that they got a lot of pennants. They they um. Well, playoff bound like every year. And I think the only year they won was in 95. Last time they went to the World Series was 99. So to come in 2021 against Altuve and the Houston Astros. I mean, the Houston Astros have one of the best lineups in Major League Baseball, if not the best lineup. And let me rephrase that. They have the best lineup in Major League Baseball. But this might be one of the greatest teams ever assembled in baseball because they really don't have a weak link anywhere. The Braves won. They did their thing. They didn't choke it away. Six games, they took it. And I'm a default Braves fan. I'm a Yankees fan. Don't get me wrong, but I'm by default, being in the South, I'm a Braves fan. And I want to congratulate Ron Washington, black man third base coach, finally has his World Series trophy, man. Kudos to you, straight up. Boy, how people treat you when you're black and you stand up for yourself and you go against the grain. I got to talk about Aaron Rodgers, who's a white man, and Kyrie Irving, who's a black man. If you haven't heard, Aaron Rodgers, one of the greatest throwers of the football for the Green Bay Packers, starting quarterback, Super Bowl champion, MVP, tested positive for COVID. And Aaron Rodgers has not been following COVID protocol. We see that clearly. i going around here without a mask on. He's not anti-vax. He said that. He's not anti-vax, but he is anti-mask. And he did lie and say that um, he had gotten, he didn't say vaccine. I forgot what word he used. Uh, Basically, like he was immunized or some shit. Showing that he's the smartest person in the room, or so he thought. He straddled the fence. He made us think he was vaccinated, and he's not. And it's not been a lot of vitriol for him, but Kyrie Irving saying, "I'm not putting this stuff in my body i'm I don't want to do that. He's not a team player, he's selfish it's Kyrie being Kyrie. we don't know if he wants to win blase blah because." Kyrie believes in the American dream and Kyrie believes that in America, you should be able to dictate what goes into your body, what you do with your body. Um, this is the Me Too movement, but in a different way. You get what I'm saying? Like this is the pro-choice movement, but in a different way. So you have um uh, media pundits and analysts and everybody that's on TV or have a podcast that was killed Kyrie. Now he has his supporters. I am one. I am not a Kyrie Irving fan on the court. I'm more of a Steph Curry fan. You know what I'm saying? But I fuck with people when they have integrity because it's hard to have integrity. It's hard to buck the system. It's hard to go against the grain when everybody is looking at you. Even your own people are looking at you like you're crazy. He's not crazy. Because you know why he's not crazy? Because Aaron Rodgers isn't crazy. They're going to call this black man crazy but not this white man. They um it's 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 not even a slippery slope. It's the tale of two americas, man. I wonder what they're going to do about this because they have been killing Kyrie, killing him. Yes, he's um, he. I don't even think Kyrie's anti-vax. He's just pro-choice. You know, I don't want to get a vaccine. I'll do everything y'all want me to do. I'll wear a mask. I won't speak to the media after the game. I'll do that. I just don't want to get vaccinated. Aaron Rodgers, on the other hand, is like I ain't going to tell you whether I'm vaccinated or not. I'm going to play the middle. And we're going, you know what I'm saying? I hope I don't get this shit. And he got this shit. But I don't see the vitriol. I don't get why when one of our people, and I'm talking to my black people, when one of our people bucks the system and goes against the grain, that we don't support them fully 100%. I mean, you have people calling this man a fool on national TV. Well, who's foolish now? Because he ain't the only one that's doing it. He's the one that's visible. He's the one that you see. Oh, my God, the Brooklyn Nets aren't going to win if he doesn't play. This man is sacrificing money. That's how real it is for him to have the freedom. You see, we ain't going, and, and I'm going to I'm, I'm bring in another topic as well. We got to talk about that part owner from the uh, Phoenix Suns. We got to talk about him as well, Robert Sarver, since we're on sports right now. Let's bring it all in. And in order for us, and if you haven't heard about this story yet, this is the Phoenix Sun. I think he's like a minority owner. Uh, he was He's caught up in the scandal, basically. He's used the N-word around black people. Earl Watson, his former coach, um, he used that word around him. And Earl Watson told him he couldn't do that. You can't do that because you're, you're white. You're not a black man. You know what I'm saying? It's disrespectful for you to do that. It's disrespectful for you to, you know, even if you're rapping lyrics to a rap song or you are saying, hey, Earl, why can't I use the N word? And Draymond Green is using it because motherfucker, you white, you can't do that shit. But this is the thing. This is I'm gonna tie this in the Kyrie and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, I don't think is a racist. I don't, I don't know what that man does. He seemed cool to me, but it is what it is. So this, I'm not saying Aaron Rodgers is a racist, but I'm tying all this shit in together for my people. We got to get extreme so we can burn this damn system down. We cannot operate in a system that was never built for for us. The system is not for black people. This country isn't for black people. We can operate within the system to a certain extent, but we need our own system. We need Kyrie Irving, people with that mentality that's like, fuck it, I can go against the grain to make change. When we talk about Robert Sarver, this is what we mean. This is what I mean. I called Vito last night. Y'all know Vito my right hand man, bro. I called Vito. I said, Vito, I said, I don't want a big ass uproar about this dude, bro. And I explained it to him why, and I'm going to tell y'all why. We know a lot of white people don't fuck with us, even if they smile on our face every day. We are here to work. Basically, that's what we were bought here to do. We were bought here to operate within a system that was going to always keep us down. Why the fuck are we, why do we keep complaining? Why do we act shocked when this happens? I'm not shocked. I would not, bro. You open a lot of these people's emails and see how they communicate with each other. See how they treat certain coworkers, you know, employees you you see how they coming you feel me you feel what i'm saying so why act shop the thing is you're going to get this this man is going to sell his team he's going to apologize he's going to end up maybe selling his team depending on what they discover if he sells his team he's going to get paid if he sells his stake in the team he's going to get paid He's a millionaire who may be a billionaire. I don't know. Could be a billionaire already. If not, when he sells, he'll be a billionaire. He has other uh, stocks, bonds, whatever other investments. He's fine. This is not going to change anything because they're going to get paid. What will change is when LeBron retires and people retire with LeBron, who's made all these millions. And say, hey, we're going to try to go get TV contracts. We're going to leave this league and we're going to start our own. It sounded strange. Trav, you tripping. You one of them niggas that's woo-woo-woo. No, Trav just understands. You got to burn this shit to the ground. And not in a literal sense. We burn it to the ground by leaving it. We just leave their system. Okay? The best basketball players in the world are black. Start your own league people gonna fuck with it they're gonna fuck with you you're gonna because you're bringing everybody. I don't know how it is to start a league. I don't know how much money you need, but I don't know we got black billionaires, black millionaires it's almost billionaires. put your money where your mouth is get everybody together and on one page and it should be easier because it's only 450 some jobs in the NBA as far as players go. You get what I'm saying, so it's like, shit, you show these people this another way, or it's an alternative? Go ahead, take the lesser. sometimes it's okay to take less instead of a hundred million, you might get twenty or thirty million. but take the less. it's cool. It'll get the ball rolling. You know what I'm saying, and it don't got to be an all black league. It could be black owners, and then we take players from anywhere from everywhere, every rocker, like, coaches as well. And I ain't got, you don't have to exclude people, but we need something that we own, that's our own. You get what I'm saying? So, man, you know, we're going to see how this Aaron Rodgers shit play out, but I want the same energy that these motherfuckers have for Kyrie, It still do for Kyrie, have it for Aaron Rodgers, because you know what? Green Bay plays Kansas City in the next coming days. So, with that being said, this might be a loss for Green Bay. He put his team at risk for taking the L. Please give that man the same vitriol that you gave that black man. You black reporters, keep that same energy. Shout out to Jason Williams for keeping that shit 300 yesterday. For real, he did. He kept that shit all the way real with Stephen A. Smith. He called his ass out. Appreciate you, J. Will. Word up. People are crazy, motherfuckers. Will will uh, tap dance and everything for white people, and but won't criticize them. Not with the same vitriol. You feel me? Darren Rodgers is gonna be like, "Oh, he didn't want to miss any games. He did. He wasn't gonna miss any games." There's no fucking uh vaccine mandate in the NFL, so don't hit me with that bullshit at all. Moving right along. We talked about Henry Ruggs. Talked about Aaron Rodgers. Rest in peace, Colin Powell. Now we gotta talk about this shit. We gotta talk about Scottie Pippen and Michael Jordan. Oh, we gotta go the fuck in. Scottie, bring your ass here, my nigga. Bro, what's wrong with you? Top 50, greatest players, not top 75, top 50, probably the greatest, no, the best one-on-one defender, the greatest one-on-one defender I've seen, him, Dennis Rodman, Hakeem Olajuwon, Ben Wallace, give him that, and Mike, maybe? i put Mike in there. You play in an era where you were the best small forward in the game, especially when Dominique Wilkins and Larry Bird retired. Probably before they retired, you were already better. You play with the who most regard as the greatest basketball player ever. The best two-guard of all time. You got six rings, You got all-star MVP, all-defensive team 10 times, you know, um, all-star team selections, all NBA, all that shit, bro. Two peaks, made over 100 mil, and you hate this man guts, bro. I'm going to be careful with what I say, and I'm going to be relaxed with what I say because I want to get my point across, bro. I want y'all to really, really... Follow me. Nobody does anything by themselves. We know that. Most people, if not all, get help along the way. You came in the league. you were drafted to the Seattle SuperSonics. Mike hadn't won a ring yet. but he was a bad boy. You weren't yet. And I love you, Scotty. Like, I'm a fan, bro. I'm a fan of yours. Like, I think you are so underrated. But Mike helped you. He pulled you along. Because he was already there. He was al- he already had that dog mentality. He needed you to have it. Because he know he needed a running mate. And what better running mate to have than somebody that's six, seven, six eight. I'm 6'6". Six, six. We got kind of the same build. We were both long. Big hands. You know what I'm saying? He bought you along. Cause he know he needed you. And in the same breath, you needed him. You needed him. You needed his help to bring out the dog in you, bro. So what's the problem? Once y'all started winning, y'all did not lose again. I didn't expect you to win it in 94, my nigga. I was a little homie. I didn't expect you to win it. You didn't have that dog beside you, bro. But you did your thing. You got the Bulls to the semifinals or the playoffs that year. You, had a, you balled out. You shined without him. But you needed him. Just like he needed you, bro. And you mad. You hating. You knew in 98 that they were making this documentary. And one day it might be put, you know, be put out. But for you to be so jealous and so mad, bro, it burns me up because I see this shit all the time. And it's so frustrating. Most people don't know how to play their part and operate in a team setting. We don't talked about this, and that shit bothers me. It pisses me off more than you know it, because we're better than that. Why do you feel like okay? I need the recognition. I need to be the face. I need them. Like, they don't give me the love that they give such and such. Bro, that's crazy. That's the fall of every dynasty. It's because the chosen one, the one that's in front, in the lead, that everybody, they chose Mike, bro. He 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 bawled his ass out to get where he was, my nigga. He didn't cut no corners. He just had a dog-ass mentality, and you were number two behind him. But Mike never treated you like that, bruh. He all when Mike talked, and James' word is, is man, he does says, man, y'all play the same position, and Mike always put you on his team with James. Give me Scotty, give me James, give me Hakeem, magic. Every time I hear Mike talk about you, that's the greatest teammate I've ever had. Uh, without Scotty, I wouldn't be a champion. I owe Scotty this that, and the third. Why does he have to keep giving you praise, bro? He know you insecure. That's why he never leaves you out. But he appreciate what you did with him and for him. And you don't appreciate what y'all y'all created something special, bro. What's the problem? You mad that people ask you about him? That's what come with the territory. I feel bad for you. I get it. When people are like, Michael, 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 Michael. Hey, tell me about Michael. Tell me about Michael. People are fascinated by him. They weird. Because if I sat down with you, bro, i will probably ask you one Mike question. And that'll probably be 30 minutes into the interview, my nigga. If it's an hour, y'all know I'll give it up. You feel me? I feel bad for you, bro. But what's wrong with picking on the phone and calling your former teammate? Even if y'all ain't got the best relationship, call your man. I don't like how you depicted me in that documentary, man. I look weak. You bought up all this shit. Me signing this contract, bro. You shouldn't have signed it. I get it though. But you ended up making money on the back end anyway. Bro, like, I don't understand this shit. You know, you, you talked about the migraine, bro. Y'all put the migraine in there. Why you do that? Ooh, it happened, bro. We know about it. We seen. it. Why y'all put in the documentary that, you know what I'm saying? I ain't uh, want to go back in the game when Tony Kukoc, when the last play was drawn up for Tony Kukoc, he wanted the shot. Bro, he a better shooter than you. He been hitting that shot all season, bro. He hit, the, he hit it and got one won the game. You made yourself look like a clown. I get it. That's your team at that point. But feel your coach. He know your limitations. You get what I'm saying? It's a team effort, bro. You try to say that that man was racist. You dragging down everybody. You you dragging down and burning what y'all did. Now everybody looking going to look back at them two piece like, damn, Brian, he, he didn't even fuck with Mike. Bro, without Mike, y'all ain't winning. And without you, y'all ain't winning. And Mike has acknowledged that. But you won't get out your way. You mad at the wrong person, bro. I don't know either one of y'all. But I see this shit happening all the time. Mike, don't, bro, he's not tripping about you. You probably could never like. Bro, if I was that man, bro, it would be up as soon as I seen you, bro. For real. Like, bro, what? You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. We grown. You done been around me, nigga. You done been at these games with me and all this, bro. And this is how you feel? He got, see, see, Scotty should have, when he retired, just fade to black, bro. If you didn't want your life to revolve around what you did in the 90s, from 91 to 98, bro, then you shouldn't have got down... Being in media, you should have just like, bro, won't be seeing all these people, bro. You just should have stayed to the back. You ain't have to get in front of the camera, and start being an analyst and all that shit, bro. You ain't have to do that, cause you you should have known what come with it. You look crazy, man. But this is this happens all the time. It's happened to me, like, bro, with. Millionaire vision company, MVC, bro. I want to be an employee. Somebody could come in this bitch right now and run it and be the face, bro. I don't care. I do not care. I don't have no ego. Because my goal is like, yo, we need to get to the top. We need to be a mainstay. We need to be bringing in millions. I'm talking about monthly. That's my goal for us to eat. I don't bought people around me that, that when they go. They want to be seen. They want to jump on the gravy train. Nah, bro. Like, operate within the system. Play your part. I'm going to play my nigga. My, bro, y'all went in and, and a couple years, bro. I'm not be like, damn, who the owner? Who really is the owner over there, is it? Like, we remember the dude Trav started that shit, but we see such and such at the forefront. Yeah, because I don't give a fuck. I don't want y'all to see me no way. I hate this. I love talking, I hate being in front of the camera. You feel me? But, you know, I had a clown-ass nigga come around me and just got down, fuck up everything I had going on. You feel me? Because he didn't want to operate within the system, bro. I'm not no dictator. And I don't want to make this about me, but this is why this story resonated with me so much, bro. It's because, like, I be seeing, like, you be seeing the snake-ass shit, snake niggas, bro. They be, but I'm glad they exposed themselves too. You feel me? Let me see who you are. Now Mike see that shit. I, I know he wish he would have seen it in, in 90, bro, before y'all got down, went on that run. He probably wanted to see it in 90. And would've got somebody in the Deadless Shrimp. Somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? Dominique coming up. Him and Dominique probably would've got three. The first three. They would've got them bitches together. You feel me? But he fucked with you so much. that like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to bring him with me. Because I see the potential. If he ain't see the potential in you, bro, he wouldn't have wasted his time on you. But you so mad and jealous and envious that you think it's his fault people undervalue you, undervalue you, or underrate you. But that ain't that man' fault. You just got in a situation that was good and bad for you. But you, I mean, it was good. bro. it wasn't, fuck that. It wasn't bad. It was good. You just immature. You, you a 50-some-year-old man, and you still immature, bro. You need to be mad at them niggas. And the women that sitting up there talking about this shit every day that do these rankings, you need to be mad at Skip Bayless for saying that you overrated that he was the, If it weren't for Mike, you wouldn't be X, Y, Z. Cuss his ass up. Go on this show. Sit down with him and talk shit. They'll let you come on there, bro. Like they don't motherfuckers. Jalen Rose shut his ass down. Richard Sherman shut his ass down. T.O. shut his ass down. I'm always shutting them down. Skip don't care, but you need to be mad at them. You need to be mad at the writers. You don't need to be mad at the nigga who, goddamn you, you bruh. You the greatest duo in NBA history, and you are like, no lie, bruh. You are like a legit number two, but you're not Magic or Kareem. We're not gonna play the radio. You're not Kobe or Shaq. You know what I'm saying? You ain't D Wade or Braun. But you, Scotty fucking Pippen, the 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 number two player on in the greatest basketball dynasty ever, bro. That Bulls team is unmatched, bro. And you really tweaking. I hate that because I'm looking at you sideways now, like, damn, Scotty. I thought you would be a real one, and you're not, bro. You showing your flaws, and it's unfortunate, man. And my people out here that's building teams and brands and companies and all that, you got to be mindful that this shit can happen, bro. Like, you know, I wonder if Jackie Jermaine, Tito, Marlon was sitting back like, look at this nigga, Mike. Or if they was like, yeah, our little brother getting to it. Like, he making the way. Like, we finna be straight just because of Mike. Like, you know how much... Attention! The the, the 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 surrounding people get the backup dancers and singers and you know what I'm saying, like bro, you get the attention. But everybody can't be number one. It don't work like that. It's always gonna be somebody who stand out. Even when you look back at the Detroit Pistons of 04, man, of course they ain't got no superstar. But guess what? They knew to go to Chauncey. They knew hey, Chauncey got that shit. And sometimes you got to have it like that. You just got to have that person that you know you can go to, you feel me, that you can pivot to. You know, my cousin used to be that for me, you feel me? I'd go to my cousin like, ooh, like, tell me about this. You know what I'm saying? And he'll put me on the game. And I was a little G, you feel me? Like a little tight when when my cousin was doing that shit. I'm like 11 years old. This nigga got down like 23. You know what I'm saying? Like, he older than me, but I'm getting the game. Like, you got to have that person you can go to, and when it get serious like that, when it's time, when it's crunch time, when it's, you know, the the time to, like, pay the bills and to get this shit, to send the crowd home happy, you got to have the maestro that can close that shit out, and that's who Mike was, bro. You had games where you scored 40 with that man, 30 with that man, 20 with that man. Why you tripping? Don't be mad at him, bro. You need to, like, man up and apologize. You trying to, you you mad about some shit that ain't his fault. Yeah, he did call you out on that documentary. But if we partners, we supposed to be able to do that shit. You mad you ain't get paid from that documentary. That's your problem, bro. That's your fault. You should have had your paperwork. Like, bro, I ain't doing this shit if I don't get a couple dollars out of it. And they probably would have paid you because you are the second most important piece of the puzzle. It ain't Phil and it ain't Jerry Cross or Jerry Ronsdorf. Nigga, it's you. It's Mike and it's Scotty. That's it. So you mad at the wrong person, bro. I get it. You're like, damn, you ain't have to put that in there. That wasn't about 98, but okay, bro. We already knew. We already knew. We already knew. The only thing I can see you really being mad about is the contract. But even with that, bro, you did it. That was your fault. So, man, like I said, it's been a week, bro. <laughs> Word up. If you're a content creator, thank God for these headlines. Before I let you go, before I let you go, okay. So I had to, um, I had to, to to think about this, like. It is one more thing that we need to talk about that we need to address, and it is um very very serious ahmad aubrey his case ahmad Arbrey he was killed last year, if y'all remember I think this was uh right before the pandemic, if I'm not mistaken um excuse me if I'm wrong, but it was in twenty twenty ahmad aubrey Georgia killed two white men, father and son. Uh, they lied about it. Neighbors snitched on them, you know, told the truth. But um, Ahmaud Aubrey, his case is going to trial. And the jury of his peers is 11 white, one black. The judge realizes that, you know, this is a problem and doesn't care. They're still going to proceed. That's the biggest bunch of bullshit I've ever seen in my life. And uh, if these guys don't get convicted and thrown in prison for the rest of their lives, for the blatant murder of this young man, we need to riot. Seriously. And we need to get that sentence. I mean, that um, verdict overturned if he does not, if they don't go to prison. Somebody's already been kicked off of the jury pool for making an inappropriate uh, comment. You hear what I'm saying? Uh, basically a racist comment. You feel me? So uh, dog, I mean, no, that wasn't in the Ahmaud Arbery case. I'm I'm misspoken. I'm sorry. That was for the, the Kenosha dude. That was for the Wisconsin dude. Somebody got kicked off the jury for him. He, man, it's looking like that white boy might walk away, you know, uh, Scott Free, but with Ahmaud Arbery, man, I, I feel bad for him. I mean, for his family. You know, they have a GoFundMe starter for his mom, like his family, whatever. But if they don't get justice, man, I feel bad for them. And then uh, another thing that I wanted to talk about was um, the blonde woman from the uh, insurrection at the Capitol. Uh, she is getting yeah, sixty days in jail. That's a slap on the wrist. Probably won't even do the full sixty. People are acting like you know this is the greatest thing since sliced bread that's a that was an act of domestic terrorism. These people showed us who they were, what they were and what they were about, that they would overthrow this government, that they would take hostages, that they would do anything under the sun to get their point across and they only got sixty days. But me, you, my uncle, my cousins, you know, granddaddy, father, everybody. If we got caught with a little bit of weed ten years ago, that was the rest of our lives. If it was in the two thousand I mean in the nineties, we we definitely wasn't gonna see the light of day. And this woman who uh was going there to hurt people. People got killed uh on both sides. People have taken their lives because of what happened on that day. Uh sixty days in jail. It'll be commuted. She got she's getting away scot free. The tale of two fucking Americas, man. I tell you. <sighs> when is it gonna change? But this is a rapid-fire episode from the Anything Goes podcast Friday evening. Thank y'all for spending it with me. Um, I'm about to relax and chill. I hope you all are doing fine. I hope your week went well. I hope the weekend is even better. If you have to work tomorrow or Sunday like I do, that sucks. But if you're like me, you're working for home, and that makes it all better. You know, um, If you are feeling any type of way, you're feeling down, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling sick, or you just need to take time away from everything and everybody, please do that. Please reach out for help if you feel like you're in a dark place. Do not let it fester. Whatever it is that you're going through, talk about it. Get it out your system. Go for a walk. Go for a ride. You know, do whatever you got to do to protect your mental and protect your peace. That is very important. That is the most important thing we can do for ourselves and for our family. Word up. So if you need to unplug and disconnect from social media, do it. Delete the apps off your phone. Log out. You know, put your phone on do not disturb or put it on silent. You owe it to yourself. Relax your mind. Let your conscience be free. Hove said it, all right? Until next week. I'm out. Oh yeah. Plug this too. Follow me on Instagram, MVC underscore streets. That's M is Mary V Victor C Charlie. Follow me on Facebook, Travis Streets Bathe. And please, please, please go subscribe to the MVC Streets YouTube channel. Turn that bell on. I'm going to upload this to YouTube. Also, anything goes Spotify, iTunes, um. Google Play Music, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts, Anchor app. This is going up in the next 10, 15 minutes. Subscribe, follow. We'll be back. As always, I love y'all. Have a good weekend.